Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Happy 2022. Uh, let me be the last to say that. Uh, <laughs> given that we took a little hiatus uh, here to start off the new year, as you can tell, we're once again kind of in some transitional uh, 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 situation here uh, as we are now moving into a slightly larger space. We're going to have better equipment, more room to work with. So uh, definitely excited about uh, what the new year has to bring, especially for the yard sign. We appreciate you for watching. The most important relevant podcast in politics your host is always johnny torres thank you so much for watching as always don't forget if you can't watch tonight's show live on uh, any of our social media platforms you can also do so uh, by subscribing to the audio version of our show, uh, which is available on all the tech overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, and of course, Samsung uh, podcast platforms now as well. So, uh, and I probably missed one or two in there somewhere. Uh, but uh, we certainly appreciate our numbers are amazing. Um, we, I, I, I almost don't want to jinx it, but I, I think next week I might actually bring in some of our podcast numbers uh, because uh, you know, we haven't really, uh, since the inception of the show, we haven't really been tracking like, you know, what, what the show has really been doing. Uh, and man, I was blown away by how well our show is actually ranked nationally and globally um, against other podcasts. So uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that um, next week. This week, we have a special guest joining us uh, and a familiar face as well. But for uh, first, let's start off with the week from hell as uh, we start off 2022 as uh, dismal as ever. I mean, uh, the midterms cannot come soon enough, and we're going to be trying to tackle as much as possible in today's show, given that, uh, again, we've been gone for about three, four weeks. The Biden administration turns one year old, and it's acting like it. Um, also, Biden's COVID website uh, going about as well as the Obamacare website. I don't know if you guys remember that fiasco. Uh, we'll pick that apart. One team, two new stadiums, uh, bringing it here to the hometown as the Tampa Bay Rays continue to try to make the case for a two-city team um, and uh, that obnoxious idea. And uh, liberal district attorneys. If you uh, haven't heard by now, uh, George Soros uh, made a huge effort and has been making a huge effort, I'd say, over the last few election cycles in getting district attorneys elected across the country. And this is why we are seeing a lot of the problems that we are seeing in terms of law enforcement, crime enforcement, um, and, and especially right now in a down economy. And so we'll pick that apart uh, along with our special guests for today. So let's go over to the big table. Uh, joining me today, as always, from left to right, that is Anibal David Cabrera. And uh, joining us in the center seat, haven't been with us for a while. And uh, so. Big table. About me or oh, sorry. Hang on. There we go. My bad. Go ahead. The big table. The big table. Sound check. We all right. There we go. We good. I'm offended. I'm a little yeah. bit offended. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay to be offended. Well, yeah, you, you know, <laughs> last time you were with us, you know, we were in a, a much while. different space. You know, it was a little rough. Started you know, but good. it was. But uh, my warehouse. Office. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, which we were incredibly grateful for because we did you know a lot of shows there, and uh, it was it was too big a space, really. I mean, it's huge. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then hey, now yeah. we've got new equipment. You know, and uh, which we we also didn't have. 
have when we were over there. You just um, keep getting better. You just keep getting better. You got to. It's a work in progress. You keep getting better. Well, if, you know, I had a <sighs> civics teacher in middle school that always says, if you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. You by the, by mean, the way, so. so if if you and your listeners, your viewers could forgive me for my COVID cough. I'm still, <laughs> I, went, I went to New York City for yeah. New Year's Eve, so it yeah, got we saw, a little crazy. We saw the pictures. I kind of knew yeah. I was coming back with Omicron. I mean, what I was, what I was people don't see it. is the plexiglass that I have here <laughs> to block the two of you from me. Yeah. Um, I got my know. test on the steps of the Met right there in New York. Nice. City. They, had these, they had these little mobile stations all around the city. So, but we got it on the second. Yeah. And uh, my traveling partner, she said, "Let's let's let's grab a test." So I'm like, "Okay, let's do this." And then on, I think it was the ninth, I got an email. I said, you're, hey, you're positive. <laughs> wow. wow. I pretty much contaminated that entire United Airlines flight on the way back to Tampa. I'm it's pretty good sure. to know that you're taking ownership. Of I'm not sure what flight number that was. Just disregard. I was just kidding. Uh, but it was a little hot. I turned on all those circulating. Oh circulating I bet. Air yeah, I'm sure it was. <laughs> You're running a fever, breaking the sweat. That oh time. my gosh! Oh, I got some night sweats. <laughs> <laughs> well, Travis, thanks again for joining us, man. It's been a little while, and yeah, uh, and, and happy to have you back. A lot of politics. You know, I'm ready. It seems like for the last year or so, to me, yeah. that people have been ambivalent. They've been a little dialed out. They're just, I mean, even they're burned all, out. I yeah, think people are burned out, out. the yeah. whole last election cycle. But all this, you know, Biden for the last several weeks, while you haven't been on the air, has just continued to try to run this economy into the ditch. And he's doing a pretty good job steering it there. And uh, I think, you know, people eventually have to wake up with inflation. Like, like you said, we're going to talk about skyrocketing. You know, people's buying power is decreasing. Um, it just... Uh, We've got to get re well, let's, let's, you know, that's a great, you know, kind of lead into our first topic, which is kind of the week from hell, <laughs> you know, because it just seems like everything's going sideways. We got Russia who's making big moves mm. into the Ukraine. Scary. Um, we have Omicron, which continued to, I mean, uh, it's just now starting to um, kind of come off the it other reached, side, yeah, come down the other side of the hill. Yeah. Like over the weekend. Um, but it's one of those things, honestly, more so than the Delta variant, more so than OG COVID. Um, man, everybody, I love that, by the way, you, yeah. that, that, that OG COVID. Did you hear that? <laughs> no, no, no. I just can't, I just came up with that. So. OG COVID right now. Right, yeah. that right now. Hashtag. Hashtag OG. I said that. I said that first. <laughs> Hashtag OG. That was a giant Torres original. Yes. OG. Once you see it go viral, you know. OG. <laughs> That's OG right. <laughs> but, uh, I, I mean, uh, so many people have gotten sick. Um, you know, well, to varying degrees. You know, when I said when I said I was going to New York, kind of with the expectation, I told you before. I think on on one of the last podcasts that I was on, yeah, I, I got the Pfizer vaccine. I got the the two vaccine, mm -hmm. and I, you know, uh, because I've had some issues, you know, mm -hmm. lungs and things like that. So I I was trying to prepare for it, but you can't. You know, I wasn't going to live my life where we don't travel. I love traveling. The irony is that you caught it in New York. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I might have even gone to New York with it. I don't know. I wasn't feeling so <laughs> We're going we're gonna to keep the story. Got it in right, New right. York City. Yeah. I figured if I drink enough martinis. And, <laughs> AOC yeah. caught it on South Beach, and you caught it in New York City. That's right. Did she? She caught it on South Beach? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She oh, was yeah. drinking it up with her ginger boyfriend. Well, I was too busy uh, partying in New York City when I thought she was she, down here. I thought so she didn't I like white them. people, but she's dating a white person? Uh, yeah, with terrible uh, sandals. Uh, Apparently. Oh, horrible. Need a, <laughs> a white guy in sandals. White guy. In, I mean, the worst kind. The worst Jesus kind. Jesus sandals? I don't know if they were Jesus sandals. I don't sandals. think they were Jesus no. sandals. Though. Mm -mm. Those are the good sandals. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, right. you know, so we, we continue to see the, the CDC uh, continues to contradict themselves. And, and basically, you know, again, I love mm -hmm. this running list that we have of uh, all the conspiracy theories that 
that those of us on the right have had and how many of them have now been validated uh, along the way, you know, in terms of where, we, you know, where the virus started, uh, you know, how you can catch it, how you can't catch it, you know, mm -hmm. and all this sort of thing. And it's just like, check, 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 you know, and the CDC continues to walk back and to the point now where. I mean, they're just, they're looking absolutely ridiculous, you know, because you have in these blue states where they just fired hundreds yeah. of thousands of healthcare workers. And so they can't walk that back. You know, right? by the way, you already fired to, these people. I talked to a lot of people when I was traveling and when I was up there. Yeah. And they, when they hear you're from Florida, they're like, hey, things they are going great it. down there. You they guys are having it. a great time. You know, and, and yeah. me, you know, I had to, you had to carry your, I had my passport holder right and i stuck my my vaccine card in it because virtually i mean any restaurant you go in any bar right you had to have a mask on when you went in until you sit down and start eating or drinking and, and apparently applebee's and olive garden are a bunch of narcs okay because <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you saw they, they there was this black guy who got arrested in an olive garden no, for not having that. his vaccine card really wow. yeah and then and then well, early pretty, on strict about it. well early strict. on when new york came out with their new rules like four people got arrested in applebee's which they should be arrested for eating out an Applebee's right. anyway. Right. So whoa, 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 whoa. I'm getting a little sick whoa. in my stomach just here. Just when you say the word, it kind of I don't, well, anyways. You don't <laughs> I, hate Applebee's? I'm not going to say that either. Okay. I will, I will say that. I, I feel bad for the restaurants because they're the ones that get fined yeah. if they're not holding up to the standards that New York City is requiring them to. Right. So it's like a catch-22. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, what the point that you were going to make, Jonathan, is that in New York, like, only 30% or 40% of, of African-Americans are vaccinated and they're not going to get a vaccinated yeah. higher. So this new rule is very much like anti-black, anti-brown. It's very, it's very racist. I mean, it's, it's, it's quite almost literally a Jim Crow law, like level of racist. What? So we had to, we had to show the vaccine card. Jim Crow, Joe Biden. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> wow. Um, Go ahead. We, we had to show the card and yeah. uh, it's funny because the lesser sort of lower end place you were in there. They were the more militant about it. Oh, I okay. I know why. The higher end, they're like, well, because they have the most to lose, right? I, I guess so. You know, probably. your mom and pop shops yeah. can't afford those yeah. fines. For the big party, New Year's Eve, overlooking Times Square, they, they were like, oh, you paid, uh, oh, hey, you paid that much? <laughs> <laughs> okay, come on, yeah. okay, you got a vaccine card. Yeah, here's your wristband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Head of the party. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you're not turning away somebody who dropped, uh, you know, some Benjis on a, on a New Year's Eve party. Some yeah. Benjis? Yeah. Oh, it was some Benjis. I was Benjis. afraid they yeah. would, so I made sure we had our back scars. <laughs> right. Ready to go. No, but every time you run into someone that's not from Florida and they realize that you're a Floridian, they're like, oh, my God, how is it living there? I'm like, yeah. normal? Isn't it great? <laughs> it's absolutely right? normal. Yeah. We've been chill since, like, June or July of the year of COVID. Right. It's almost like we're now, I mean, you know, we, we've kind of always jokingly kind of said this and been treated like we're a different country, but it's almost like we're a different country that like it everybody like wants to come to. It really does. You know, it's like, oh, you're the from Republic of Florida. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. It's like, oh my God, you're from there. Like, I so want to go there. It's, it's, yeah. it's the capital of the rebellion, honestly. It's right. Right. Oh, I love that. You're leading yeah. the rebellion. Yeah. <laughs> but don't yeah. worry. Empire strikes. There's a lot of <laughs> hashtags we right. built in the show today. Yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of like when you, when you hear, well, when somebody who's not not from, let's say, the southeast, you know, you know, and, and, and you hear them either you say you're from Orlando or Key West or something like that. And people are like, oh, my God, that sounds amazing because they've never been there. Like, that's what people sound like when they're talking about Florida now. It's great. I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. We ran into friends. Uh, we ran into people that live in Michigan. They're here for vacation. Yeah. And they're like their business almost went under because they could not deal with the, the, the vaccine mandates, but they're like, they live so close to the border with another state. Mm -hmm. They're like, so they're, they're bakers and they're like, we are doing 300 plus 
people weddings across wow. the the state lines but in illinois you still have to only have like 35 people at a wedding which is insane it's just the the, the rules and requirements in, in illinois and michigan it's it's so bad you can tell the difference now and you're going to keep on seeing it how people keep on fleeing yeah no i mean because it's 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 more than ever i think this is this is going to be the incredible thing because they're already saying that in the upcoming midterm elections republicans could see gains that haven't been seen in over 100 years okay they're saying this is going to be Man, that bad so. Th oh, this oh. is going to be that big of a midterm election because for once and you know a lot of these guys that are moving here from california ben mm. shapiro mm -hmm. um you know uh, joe rogan who moved to texas uh you know and a lot of the people who have made the migration will tell you that for once they've truly realized the impact that a local and state government can have on Correct. your life and Correct. your well-being and we're looking at what's what's happening in california and it's it's gotten so bad that it's almost like watching one of these apocalyptic films <laughs> where you where you kind of feel like you're watching it through the news well, and this country this this city and this state is just falling apart well and, i was and a little you concerned can't do I mean, honestly when i went to new york i was a little concerned about you know how would it be uh, you know are there roving gangs and it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it's not but, but people Max. were. Clearly, but that's what's happening in hey, California. But business was clearly depressed mm -hmm. from yeah, it. I mean, right. clearly depressed. Obviously, the turnout and the the numbers allowed at Times Square were really. They were dramatically, which you could tell from lower. the t even from the TV oh, yeah. broadcast. Yeah, but you know, we were we were watching from up. I, I don't want to be down there, honestly. In it, anyways, with so, the peons, yeah, <laughs> with the good fine people down there. <laughs> but I'm not wearing a diaper or going to a porta yeah, potty on yeah. New Year's Eve. So um, no. somehow I don't see you wearing a Planet Fitness hat on uh, on New Year's Eve. Yeah, I saw some people like Doctor C style hats. <laughs> not my thing. Man. I was, we were I had a nice tuxedo, a nice huh. Italian made tuxedo go. on. Um, but no, it was it was clearly business all around the city you could tell was down except for cat's deli because cat's delicatessen the line was still right what, what was the mass always, what always. was the mass situation you have a, have to have it on all the time i mean uh when you were indoors usually like if you walked in to the you know your table eventually we started to be the rebellious floridians i think near the end we were kind of like getting tired of it after yeah, a couple right. days we're like yeah if someone tells us to put it on we'll put it on but yeah. but uh, our screams at you you know but it, they, they didn't so sure you know we, we did a little less but um it's just definitely you could get a sense that that business was down, that things weren't the same, quite the same, mm -hmm. except for Central Park. I mean, you know, um, Tavern on the Green. It was tough getting in there and getting a seat in there. So that yeah. was, you know, some of the things were were pretty seemingly normal, but a lot around the city was, you know, discernibly different. But you know? seated at a restaurant, you still no mask or or no, do you have to wear no, mask? No, no mask. Okay. It's not like you know some of these, you know, casinos around here where you gotta. <laughs> put your mask up when you're not drinking or eating now yeah I, I had that happen to me someone warned me that I had to do that and I'm like hey this is the last expensive drink I'll be buying here for a while yeah you know until these rules are, are relaxed well and and um and and so you you don't have to wear again it's I mean these ridiculous rules I mean do they are they have they still pretty much commandeered the sidewalks these restaurants and stuff do they Up still there. have that outdoor stuff the uh where they kind of took over the sidewalks it was a little chilly and rainy so it wasn't uh, but they did have yeah you could see that they had some of the plastic you know some of the little areas, structures yeah, that they built up, outside yeah. Right, right yeah they right. had some of that the the outside inside that, more than more than before yeah yeah the inside outside it's like, right. you know really i'm not sure that you were really accomplishing what you yeah. thought you were setting right. out to do the the fact that you, it's almost like like paying for burns kind of 
prices. You just, just want to talk city. about Burns. That's always and forever. I love uh, Burns. City, oh, thank you. But sitting yeah. outside in New York City, and you're yeah. already going to pay $100 a plate no matter what, where you are in New York City, unless you're in one of the boroughs, and we don't do that. And so, <laughs> but it's it's insane. I'm going to be outside at the same time. No, but to really to, to wrap up what's going on this conversation <laughs> is that this week was literally, I know, this week was literally the worst week so far. I don't know what he could do worse because now yeah. he's become well, a Well, don't ask that question. I know. <laughs> I never asked that question. It's become a situation where now it's a lame duck. He lost the Build Back Better. He lost the filibuster fight. He's getting killed with inflation. They lost the Supreme Court when it came to the vaccine. And it seems like Kamala is just helping dig the hole at this point. <laughs> like that interview she did, I don't know if it was uh, NBC or CNN or ABC, um, but she just did a, a, a major interview mm -hmm. that just could not have gone worse. Tanked. They should lock her away. Her, not numbers, have are, her numbers are lower than Hillary's. And I she think. didn't That's even do said. like the awkward laugh thing. That's how bad it was. I mean, she just, she was rambling on with these answers that made no sense whatsoever. Like, um, it, it, it Clearly, she has no understanding of what's happening right now in, and, and, and even remotely how just to like Joe Biden, fix it. <laughs> Yeah, rambling doesn't only, know what's going on. If, right, if only, only more someone, cognitive. But if, I mean, if, if there was only a communication company out there that would have media <laughs> training of some kind, <laughs> right, right. Right. Hmm. hashtag to launch a new website since you mentioned it <laughs> there we yeah. go yeah well in, in in so there's not enough media training in the world to change kamala harris's terrible politics the laugh. And that, that, that well, the problem evil, is, is that evil she, laugh first. yeah she thinks that she's fine mm. she thinks that she doesn't you know and and, and this well, is apparently coming, a certain number of base within her own party thinks so agree but well the not. you know the people that have been closest to her the the one and the ones that have all jumped ship you know have now been saying you know that she's just impossible to work with she doesn't listen to anybody except her truly like inner circle those people obviously don't have her best interest at heart the worst leaders are the ones who surround themselves she, with yes right men, she yes doesn't women. well and she, doesn't, she doesn't she doesn't read policy family. briefs she doesn't stay updated on what's happening you know in terms of again sounds like she'll make a great democrat nominee yeah well and <laughs> if, so that's if we get there oh Let's not even All get right. there right now. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and uh, ahead. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, go ahead and reset uh, the room here. Thank you everybody for watching the yard sign, the the most diverse uh, conservative political podcast uh, on the internet anywhere. I challenge you to prove me otherwise. Um, uh, Johnny Torres, your host. Thank you so much for watching. Travis Horn, Anibal David Cabrera joining me tonight as we go into our second topic for today, which is uh, the Biden administration turning one. And while normally that'd be kind of cute and we'd talk about a kind of all the awesome things that have happened since then, uh, it's actually been quite the contrary, uh, as we were just alluding to. Uh, I mean, their big Hail Mary, which again, why you would... I mean, we saw Obama try this with Obamacare, and he was able to pull it off, even though the launch, as we said, was a disaster, and we'll get more into that into the next topic. Um, but it just seems like for someone who has spent their entire career in politics, in Congress, as a senator, you would think that he would be running a much tighter, smoother ship, much more effective ship, and we're getting the complete opposite. I mean, the guy, the guy's a complete... Uh, I mean, it, it just, you would think that he's, 
Okay, let's say, honestly, this is kind of what I would have expected from the Trump administration. Somebody that has no experience right. in government, no experience right. in politics to come in and just screw everything up that they touch. And and, 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 and we're seeing kind of the alternate universe of that. I mean, yeah. Trump got a lot done for somebody who was never in mm -hmm. politics, never in government. And on the flip side, and, Biden Biden pitched it as, I'm the old hand, I'm the old trusted hand. Who and he knows can't get anything done. That yeah. sounds so dirty. The old <laughs> hand. Oh, the old trusted hand. What is this like a, a oh, niche oh, of a porn guys. situation? Oh, gross. Oh, my God. He's the old trusted hand. Oh, right. Sorry, there's my COVID rearing up again. <laughs> but it, it just seems like, again, you would have thought, because he did. He ran on experience. He ran on somebody who's kind of been there, done that. You know, like he was going to he was going to bring stability uh, to the administration, to the country. And he's brought the complete opposite yeah well look he was experienced at being a screw-up he was always a screw-up or just somehow kind of made his way through and that's exactly what happened last right. election and if you know if the trump if the trump hadn't lost the middle and or you know other things happened to georgia um, and arizona we've yeah, talked about yeah, this enough yeah those here. three cities yeah um you know <laughs> those three cities in those yeah, states yeah, yeah, uh right. hadn't have done what they did then uh yeah it'd have been a different different story so um Nothing's changed. I mean, it's it's what we expected, really. I guess, right? But yeah. it's, it's but it's been. I feel like it's still benefiting us more than anything else as Republicans, because now people really see how ridiculous it is with the with the Democrats having both chambers wow. and having the House, and you're like, this is a nightmare. I get no. what you're saying, but that that's an insider baseball kind of mentality yeah. too. You know, we we get into that. We were like, oh well, we're gonna win because of it. At the end of the day, we're all great Americans too. So we all want to see, you know, we, we want to see the country succeed and, mm -hmm. and, and do great things and be the leader and a beacon for freedom across the, yeah. the globe. But it's not under Biden. We've got, we've got, China, uh, you know, North Korea now shooting off missiles again. We, we've got, China, satir, you know, saber rattling as much as any has ever done. Well, I don't, I, I think uh, China, Russia I think China, you know, I think China's bought off the Bidens at this point. I mean, it's mm. we know Biden's bought and paid by the Chinese. Um, you know, what, what he is. I don't. There's think, no gray area. There. I, I honestly believe China is trying to keep itself together. In fact, honestly, trying. In to fact, keep the, the together. biggest the biggest point that no, somebody made the same the they biggest can't. point that somebody made about about how in the back pocket the Bidens are for the Chinese. What was the pulling out of Afghanistan? You had all of this, um, all, all this, um, oh, what's that element um, that we use? Lithium um, that is available in Afghanistan. Okay. Um, we pulled out of there, and guess now who is going to go in there and take ownership of all that lithium? The Chinese. I was going to well, say Russia or China. Well, the Chinese or Russians. Don't get me wrong. I understand the geopolitics of that area. What I'm saying is I think people are giving way too much credit when it comes to the Chinese. It's it's not that big of a deal when it comes to them. They are themselves trying to stop a 4.2 trillion American dollar in uh, housing bubble. It's not not four, 70 trillion dollars. Their their assets and properties as I think three times more of the US. Literally, that's what they have on the paperwork. And now everyone understands that's bull crap. Yeah. But that's what they've done. They've allowed themselves to be that imploded. Oh, yeah. No, so, it's going to crash. It's so, going to be ugly. And so, no, well, the crash has already occurred. I need to sell yeah. my house before that happens. Oh, no. We will get, it's actually, we'll probably have an economic boom because well, commodity prices will well, drop. Well, what they're trying the to do, what they're trying to do now is that they're going after some of these developers in China and saying that they didn't get proper licensing, proper, you know, proper to permitting houses. to build some of these projects. And they're making them tear it down. We 
you're talking like wow. mega, like like you know, thirty story you know towers, and they're making them tear them down because they're, they're allegedly they didn't fill out the right paperwork. There's about four hundred villas outside of Shanghai that are gonna have to get torn right. down because none, they have no paperwork for these. Again, these that's what I'm saying. When you make but the not, comments but, about China, but and it's China I though. understand it. Nothing but, happens there without without everybody without, knowing without some corruption of some kind but that's what i'm saying like you know the fact you're going to tell me that they were able to build a skyscraper you know you know of of you know hundreds of homes and nobody you know looked into it i mean i think this is a way of the kind of soft they're trying to soften the blow of what is an inevitable housing crash in china the crash is already occurring both um, on onshore and offshore bonds are already starting to drop. We're seeing this now in the slow motion. It took Japan 10 years to go through their economic um, devaluation. At one time, the Imperial Palace of Japan was worth more than all the real estate in New York City. Like, well, these are ridiculous numbers. So well, we've also heard about those ghost cities. Oh, there's plenty of them. But that's yeah. because the only place that you can invest in China as a Chinese citizen is housing. You can't do it in the stock market. You can't build your own business. can't do anything. So you put it into real estate. And now these people that have four or five. We went through this a few years ago. What yeah. happens when everyone has four or five homes? Right. <laughs> Yeah. Eventually it's going to pop. And with them, it's going to pop and it's going to be bad. Now, when it comes to the Bidens being paid off, I think you're giving way too much credit to the Bidens, honestly. I think the ineptitude of the administration is really showing its 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 ugly head right now. It's a combination of both, in my opinion, but I think it, it's very easy for Biden to and and you know, both Hunter and and Joe to kind of just sit there and look the other way. No, I don't disagree. Just look the other way. You know, pay attention to COVID. Pay attention to maybe Russia and kind of try to flex your muscles a little bit. You know, like you're actually going to do something, which they won't. Um, and um, and and meanwhile, just let China do what China's going to do. And I think that's all they would want. I think China would. China is happy with the United States just ignoring what they're doing. China has no ability to control the the crashing economy that they have right now when they're shutting. When they have a zero policy when it comes to the COVID situation they've closed down half of beijing because three people got COVID allegedly again we can go back and forth when it comes to china but we're not talking about china today we're talking about the first year really so what else have they screwed up the, <laughs> here on their first birthday on their first birthday they've screwed okay i'm super excited to talk about oh um, the vaccine mandate the vaccine mandate yeah. they screwed up on the mm -hmm. the shelves being empty and that's become a huge like hashtag it's getting bad mm -hmm. it's getting really bad and again yeah, i saw some photos today on, on facebook but when you say the, the vaccine mandate of course failing of course being struck struck down in court yes yeah I mean, by scotus huge yeah. i mean what seven to two mm -hmm. no it was uh i thought it was six three okay i don't remember <laughs> I, I thought it was Roberts and somebody was still else. in New York when they were I know Roberts. That? Yeah, yeah. You, no, like you were in New York for a really long time, yeah, it actually. A, it was a while. Yeah. Uh, but no, it, it was Roberts and Sotomayor? Um, Go figure. Roberts, what a... Yeah, that what guy's... A, what a joke he is. I I'm, haven't I'm, wow. liked him from... Well, pretty much the beginning. I don't have a problem with him. I oh, no. What, it was Roberts and Kavanaugh. Let's look it up. And, and, oh, yeah. well. I don't know where you're coming with You this. have this magical device in front of you that could possibly help in this situation. Look, the like you don't. don't know if, like hey, you don't, don't have this device. Hey, Roberts I don't. Had a chance. My magical device is working over here. Uh, I've always said this. <laughs> Roberts had a chance to roll back big government. He, he could have. And, and they, they passed the buck yeah. on Obamacare. They ruled it a tax, which was total BS. It wasn't BS. It, it was total BS. That was a terrible rationale. I know people... Some people think it was some sort of brilliant ploy, but it wasn't. It, it was, wasn't. You, had, you had a chance to roll back big government. 
in a way that had never been done. We were waiting for this. Oh, we, we have the court. Yay. Federal society wins. And then boom, he drops that on us. It was what a, what a turncoat. Yeah. Oh, Roberts. Boo. Oh, by the way, just a quick reminder for those of you watching, uh, we are also streaming live on clubhouse. Uh, <laughs> so you can not only listen to us while you do other stuff, uh, on your phone by uh, tuning in through clubhouse. You can also be a part of the show. If you want to jump in there in the clubhouse room, search for the yard sign or search Johnny Torres, uh, to find me there on clubhouse and we can actually bring you in as a kind of a caller you know like a call-in uh show uh, might do on the radio uh by joining us on clubhouse uh so keep an eye out for that okay the vote of the unemployed the employer mandate case was a six to three mm, with liberal okay. justice in dissent the vote for health care case was a five four with justice roberts and kavanaugh joining the liberals for the joint for to form the majority so for the vaccine y'all were already throwing these good republicans good conservatives yeah okay. under the <laughs> bus because y'all didn't read the they report. need they yeah, usually I, need to be <laughs> did I read it before? no but i knew that it was like a six a six three situation yeah so yes, Kavanaugh and Roberts voted for or against the the mandate, and but they did vote for the healthcare workers having the vaccine. Who was the third one? Uh, this is three liberals justices, and uh, then it was Roberts and Kavanaugh. Uh, okay. Gotcha. I mean, again, the healthcare workers, obviously, that that makes sense. That's a especially if you're taking money from the government as a, that kind of makes sense. But again, now we look at you know they're crying wolf over here because they're they claiming that they're overrun and they're understaffed. Well, yeah, no kidding. You just fire hundreds of people the mayo clinic fired 400 people new york uh, california had to bring them back rehired a lot of people because they were having such shortages who ridiculous. would have known hey eventually when you fire all your nurses and doctors you, you you're gonna have to go somewhere else to find them they're, they're better, better I'm telling, them anyway i'm telling you right now we're getting a lot more doctors and nurses in in florida and in oh, the yeah. south a lot sure, more just firefighters like the, just like and, the police program oh my gosh. Know, there better have been an uh you know a little raise coming with that i mean if you're gonna if you're you're having to hire me back hey teachers are getting starting i can't even say this with a straight face teachers in in florida are getting a pay raise a starting base and a pay raise at a starting rate of 50,000 a year now Get out. who would have known wow that that second happen. pay raise in uh well, two years just made sure all the first responders got well, got bonuses I think and so raises well, you don't i can't even <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have an audience here that's yeah. gonna kill me after this uh -huh. the wife isn't gonna be happy either but oh you don't gosh. want you don't want to find out what happened like in chicago with the teachers unions having like all the power that they don't even show up to work right who would I would love that kind of job? Boy, I have that kind of job. Now. That's that's where you need a Reagan-esque type of individual, which obviously would not exist in Chicago or Illinois, and just come and fire all of them. I don't think you're going to get that situation. She's no, not that's never going to happen. Not in Cal not in Chicago. No, not not at all. But that's what Reagan did back, in, you know, with the with the, with the air, air traffic, traffic controllers, controllers. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And yeah, kind of it sucked at first. You know what I mean? I know it was kind of a painful situation. We alive when that happened? You, you barely, two weren't. But barely. Were you? I was. I'm, I was born 40, in eighty two, right? Yeah, I was uh, born in eighty. Okay. Yeah, I definitely was not alive. Then. Wasn't watching ABC or anything. But I actually watched the news even when I was little. Like wasn't watching was, CBS or anything. Yeah. Probably watching Univision. Oh yeah. So <laughs> I think, I think what will happen even further, again, the president makes these bold commitments saying that we're going to, we're going to solve the, 
the supply chain situation. Right. We're going to solve COVID. Still hasn't done it. We're going to solve Still inflation. Bro, you don't even know what these things are. Hold and on. you're talking Hold about yeah. solving things that you don't know about? You know you know how he solved the supply tra- chain situation is get out of the way. <sighs> get government out of the way. Well, let people actually produce. Let them ship. Let them get things to market. If you get rid of the Jones Act, that little one little piece of information. Well, that's never going to happen. They need to get rid of it. And a little inside baseball, but that's it's, never it's gonna ne- happen. It's never gonna happen, no. no. But you see For, all these- Especially your Florida delegation, Senate oh, and Congress will never let it happen. I will say this, people keep on talking about how there's empty shelves at, yeah. <laughs> at supermarkets. I haven't seen one yet. That's I have seen, I've seen I some in, in, in my public. In Florida? Yeah. I, I mean, we've had some issues where there's a couple items you can't find. You yeah, know, but when we do online shipping, yeah. I mean, it was can. noticeable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then we just go to a generic. Oh my I haven't God. been able to find the original Huffle like, a generic what? Generic what? Cream cheese? What was I going to say? It was something super like... Sorry, my Freddie Mercury over here uh, tipped over. There we go. Like, we're really big when it comes to cereal. And, like, I haven't been able to find, like, legit, like... You haven't do the off-brand? I have. It's been very difficult. Like the Frosted Krispies? I don't... I don't want to get into it. It's very, very <laughs> it's painful. You can't find good New York bagels. <laughs> just, can't Cinnamon bread crunch. Oh my gosh. Oy vey. It's become difficult. You oh, see, right. it's a pain. It's suffering. All right. Yeah. Let's uh, keep this train moving along. Thank you everybody for watching the yard sign and evil David Cabrera. Travis Horn joining me on the show today. Don't forget. You can find all of our shows on Facebook and YouTube. If you missed an episode and, uh, and you can certainly subscribe <laughs> to the audio version of our podcast uh, over at the tech overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, and uh, Samsung podcast platforms. Uh, And you'll be able to find all of our previous episodes on there as well. Um, We've got a lot to talk about today, so we're going to keep this train moving as we now turn to what may be the uh, second biggest disaster on the internet after the launching of the Obamacare website, and that would be Biden's COVID website. So excited. (laughs) So go ahead, Anibal, why don't you kind of break us down on uh, what happened there? So after weeks of people arguing with the administration, trying to get them to actually come up with a plan with in regards to the current uh, plight of testing with the Omicron and then COVID and Delta and all the other good ones. The <laughs> current administration has finally agreed <laughs> to yeah. come up oh, with a plan. <laughs> and that plan is testing after everyone has been talking about it. And about 10 million tests went uh, unused and wasted in California a few weeks ago. Um, the official website rollout is this Wednesday and I am completely tickled that they're going to try to do this again because we've seen this show already once yeah. where a government tries to roll out something and you would assume like they would ask like google or microsoft to do the website and they go to GoDaddy and do the website like that thinking that's going to happen i will predict right now if if they have not learned anything, which of course they have not, mm-hmm. the website Christ, will Bezos fail. Bezos and Google should pay for it. The website will probably fail immediately when this occurs, and it's gonna be it's gonna be beautiful to see the reaction of when people because again, well, you have, it, you have mil- probably hundreds of millions of people trying to get a, a test, which I understand. Yeah. Like, the wife and I, we've gone to like three testing sites in the last probably ten days. Should have gone sure. to New York, Anibal. They're on every street corner. Did, that's fancy, man. Getting your test at the Met. I that's know. very yeah, fancy. It was right on the steps. That's right, right up in Anibal's alley. I'm not surprised. <laughs> First of all, I'm not surprised at all that you were able to get a test very easily in Manhattan. However, you they were, were all over the place. But, the you were, but you were listening. You were watching horror stories of people yeah. in Brooklyn and in the Bronx waiting two hours. Hey, we were in Manhattan. Get, exactly. That's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Which, hey, the, by the way, they weren't the only island of New York. That's all I believe. I'm not sure. I never recommend that my clients use uh, Hall's mentholiptus, uh, coughs, uh, 
during a show, while they're on show, yeah. meeting training, definitely this is a no go. Would never recommend this. It's but, okay. but hey, we COVID, keep it casual Unprecedented here. times. <laughs> yeah, you provided them. I'm gonna eat one. We keep it casual. So I'll try not to, you know, spit it out. Are we done? <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> all better. Mind now. you, speaking of the quality of some of these COVID testing sites, um, you know, my family lives down in Ruskin, mm. and. No joke. I mean, it, they literally had one of these little. It's almost as bad as White Mama. They had one of these little big lots, ten by ten tent, with yeah. a banner hanging. White Mama's allowed to get tested. Saying, <laughs> "Who's going to pick the strawberries?" Well, well I was going to say they probably don't because they're just afraid of ending up on some paperwork somewhere. Mm-hmm. But but this it was literally side of the road, ten by ten tent, with a banner hanging off, and it said COVID testing. You know, it's like who who would go who would walk up to a place like that and get their COVID test? Oh, there are some places on Hillsboro that had the same thing, like Hillsboro, like twenty second or twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is sketchy. And then there was another one up on forty one <laughs> that it was like a steel one of those little steel containers. Yeah. Well, the funny thing you is know. too, they're also saying, hey, give me your give me your personal healthcare information. So <laughs> yeah, like, honestly, we filled out right. the paperwork and you put all filled of our, something out. Yeah, oh, social security so, number. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In Hillsborough yeah. County, when you go for your testing in the in the official locations, because there's two or three of them that the county is providing, uh, they tell you not to put your social and not to put your healthcare information. Mm. Yeah, no because kidding. it's a free I test. I don't remember whether we put our social. I have to think about that. But let me check my credit score. Red flag. Just wow, I got two new credit cards. Uh, that's what happens in Manhattan. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've got to find the result thing though. It's pretty. <laughs> Pretty funny. But I remember right along the top, you <laughs> know, bold because, you know, for those people who uh, haven't Alex. been following the show or who don't know me, like I've been in marketing and advertising for nearly 20 years. Yes, we all know. And so when, you know, we heard about, you know, this is a very reminiscent of, of the Obamacare website. And we heard the ridiculous amount of money that they spent on this website. Um, and having been in that space, knowing how much it costs to build these kind of websites. I mean, it just shows you how disconnected from reality Washington DC is in terms of what things cost and how it, what it takes to get things done. Uh, because I, I mean, I remember them spending some ridiculous amount of money. I think it was some six figure amount of money on this Obamacare site. And remember it crashed. Oh, it wasn't six figures. It crashed it was, the first no, that day. Was, that was, a, that was, it was a, a seven figure, uh, right? It was, it was probably, it, it was like a, probably, uh, eight figures. Hector, how much did it, it cost? So it was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Hector looked that up. Would you, uh, how much money did we waste on that? Because it was a lot. I think you're, I think he, I think got into seven figures. I'm probably I'm yeah. more than that. I don't, I don't more remember the exact it number, can't get more than but, um, but I was like, was, I, I was, I, how many commas <laughs> and, and no, and look, you know, that somebody who was close to the administration just made a oh, big made old payday, bank, bank. made bank. I mean, because there is no way that a website should ever cost that amount yeah. of money. No, not at all. Uh, especially one that crashed immediately and then wouldn't work for weeks. Um, and this COVID website is right up there with it. It's going to so, have, and that's the sad part that we can all see it happening and see it coming. Yeah. But the fact that they can't, that they're still, again, the whole r- the rise in um, uh, in the COVID cases is probably going to start deteriorating less and le- more and more in the next week or two. By the time you actually get, was well, they're they're saying it could take up to twelve to eighteen days to get a COVID test from. This by then website. it's irrelevant. And then, by, re- yeah, by then right, it's pointless. So that you, was my point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you can't tell me by the end of the day whether or not I, whether or not I have it, um, or even right then and there, then what's the point? What's the point of getting tested? I'm looking for my test results right now. <laughs> 
<laughs> so the PR, make sure so, they're the right ones. So the ones that again, I'll say this: Hillsborough County is doing it right because every time we've gone to get the test, it's been a smooth situation. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what facility you went to, Jonathan, but we went to a. I haven't gone to any facility. We went to a Hillsborough County authorized facility, and it took about twenty minutes to get through the line because it was pretty packed, and you, it was a driving situation. Yeah, you drove in. It's like a, right. it's it's like a, a drive-through, and we got our results within like the first two hours. And if mm. you wanted like the real the big test, that's like guarantee what what you are or you're not uh i think it's the rap i don't think it's the rabbit's like prt or they're something. all junk yeah ptr <laughs> pcr pcr and i um i think it's like two days and again it, it's that's a decent timeline especially yeah. to get confirmed so i don't have an issue with any of it honestly Oh, here we go. Positive. Thanks. Big positive. <laughs> We're all going to die. I, mean, I was kind of glad at least see. I was like, oh, okay. Wait, what that day, explains what it. day did he get positive, though? Wait, they well, have your gender on here? How dare they? <laughs> How dare they assume in, your gender? In Manhattan. That's a. Dr. Yeah. Shah Zhang, man, you might as well have gone to Wuhan for that COVID I test. That too. I'm like, this guy, yeah, he Holy like cow. he knows what he's talking about. That Dr. Is, Shah Zhang. Okay, but wait, that doesn't wait. even sound legit. Wait, what day was the test taken? If it, it was day? a Sunday. It was Sunday, January the 5th. 2nd. Oh, okay. No, no. That's what's funny. That's wrong. We took it on the 2nd. <laughs> that, was, what? that was a little That was a little bit of a red That's probably flag. when he submitted oh, it. Vey. That was when we submitted it. No, that that's day. probably, no. Oh, like, you probably took it, it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. There might have been lag time. I mean, bring in, I mean, if they are doing those testing sites all around New York City, yeah. bringing all that together, I get I get that. I understand just the logistical Nightmare. issue of, yeah, yeah. Of that. So I gave him break i was just assuming i was positive anyways you're also pregnant by the way yeah. congratulations <laughs> <laughs> okay hector found the number it is 1.7 billion dollars so for the Jesus website Jesus Christ. for the way billion billion federal okay the federal the government Obamacare spent 1.7 billion on the launch of the obamacare you. site okay now that we Get know out. it costs 1.7 billion what do you think it's going to cost <laughs> for this 1.7 billion <laughs> If, if someone charge. gave me $1.7 billion to make them a website, I would disappear. It would be yes. the best website ever. Yes. I would never come back to this country. I would disappear. I would literally just, I mean, forget it. You would never see me ever again. I'd be in like some Where's Eastern the guy who made the first website? Oh, yeah. Who was Who right. was that person? Right. I don't know. I, yeah, heck I'm a little, I'm a little. <laughs> I would go buy an island surprised. and never talk to anybody ever again. Oh, I would not talk to any of y'all. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't even go to a specific location. I'd just buy like some mega yacht and just 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 go around the world the rest you of the You obviously life. don't know how expensive mega yachts are. Look, we I'm sure they're a lot less than $1.7 hey, billion. Dollars. True, but you know how expensive Government is great at wasting money. Yeah, so what? Uh, we've completely lost this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Government's great at wasting money. That's what that's what this boils down to. I'm All trying right. to get us back on track here. <laughs> Thank you. you know. Buying Sorry, yachts. To be the adult. Yes, I saw buying just yachts. flailing their hands in the background. This week on Buying Yachts. Thank you, everybody. I'm Johnny Torres, your host. Thank you so much for watching. <laughs> Enable David Cabrera, Travis Horn on today's show. Okay, it's a lot First of show back in the house on the new year. I know. New year, new studio. Uh, we're going to continue to dress this thing up. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it, as always, it's always a work in progress. Uh, but that's part of uh, what you guys love about the show. So we appreciate it. Hopefully, Just hopefully like Enable, a work knew, in progress. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I knew the assignment for today. Can I get a white sock? Bam! There we go. That. I love it. I gotta try to be extra yes. for you guys. Just gotta, That's extra. Gotta do what you gotta do. That's extra. Like That's you, not on my media. Like you gotta either. try. <laughs> you don't have to try. That's to be not extra. in my media training class either. Bring like you your LED are. Light set up. That's pretty cute though. <laughs> I can't really move my hands that much. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, back on me. Thank you very much. <laughs>
Thank you, everybody, for watching. Don't forget to subscribe to the audio version of our podcast. Also, on YouTube, we need to see some more of you on YouTube. Please subscribe, like, share, comment on there. And again, you can find all of our previous episodes on there. We're going to be doing a lot of interviews, a lot of candidate interviews leading up to the midterm elections. Um, and so we're very excited uh, to be bringing you those in the coming weeks. And if there's a particular candidate or if you are the candidate and you'd like to uh, sit down with us and have a chat about your campaign, your race, what you stand for, uh, we'd love to have you on. Just reach out to us again. Very easy to find online. You can reach us at any of our social media uh, platforms and uh, we'll, we'll set it all up. Uh, let's move on to our next topic. One team, two new stadiums. We're uh, getting a little <laughs> hyper local here, but um, you know, this is, well, this is a conversation that been microcosm, had a lot of But this is a microcosm to the greed of professional sports, which is a, a, a great larger conversation anyways. You know, and I and, and I know, you know, present company, you know, I know you you, you kind of have mixed feelings on this because no, actually you're gonna be surprised at okay. my feelings All on right. this. Let me, yeah, well I'll, because I'll speak, you know, I you know, you have your office in Ebor. You you've been a mm -hmm. huge proponent and advocate for Ebor. You've been chamber president. Um they had the baseball hall of fame that just opened up. Throws um, the best parties of the year. You know, yeah. I mean you you're More you, parties you've kind of become like Mr. <laughs> Ebor. I mean really I mean to be fair I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm a big I'm not saying that because you're right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, I mean, short of living there, I mean, you live, eat and I'm breathe close. in Ebor. A few I mean, minutes away. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, there's been speculation now for some time, which I still don't think it's going to happen about the Rays, possibly getting a new stadium in Ebor city. Mm. Uh, of course, uh, Ken Hagen's um, uh, pockets would certainly uh, like to see that. Allegedly, happen. allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Uh, and the land is there, but uh, you you know, there's other plans already kind of uh, in the works for some of that property. Um, the Rays uh, have pretty much gotten the hint that St. Petersburg really doesn't care if they stick around or not. Uh, the St. Petersburg City Council is already making plans to replace the stadium uh, once their deal is up. Um, and it doesn't seem like baseball. And I've been saying this, and, and nobody likes to hear it. St. Petersburg is no longer a baseball town. St. Petersburg is no longer a city that loves baseball. And don't get me wrong, yeah, that's not a bad thing. St. Petersburg has be become beautiful. There, You've got amazing museums. You've got amazing They're nightlife. Strength, yeah, know? it's just yeah. a different era now. It's a different city, and baseball is not a part of that. And mm -hmm. and so, I don't know that Tampa is the answer. I've seen this happen down in South Florida. We saw the Marlins move into Miami. We saw the Florida Panthers move, you know, from downtown Miami to Sunrise, you know, and in, in Broward County for or Fort Lauderdale for some of you. Um, and it really doesn't at the end of yeah. the day, really doesn't affect the day-to-day -day, uh, outcome of whether or not people are gonna show up for these sporting events. Because if you're not, we're a very, Florida is a very fickle sports state. And if you're not in the playoffs and you're not in the championships <laughs> year after year, nobody's going to not show up. Not if you're up. a Florida Gator like me, you know? We, we stick with our team, like the old, no, like the old song look, says, through thick Semin and thin, you know? Seminoles and Gators are probably- In all kinds of weather, we all stick together. Seminoles yeah, well, and Gators are the exception. That's, that's actual football. That's actual football Florida. Yeah. Let me give you my rundown on on this and on, you know, I've- Well, I've well hold on, sorry, sorry, because yeah. I didn't even lay down the premise, which okay. is that the premise is that the Rays are proposing to become a two-city team, never been done in sports 
Hurts before. <coughs> they would essentially uh, play part of the season here. They would play part of the season in Toronto. Yeah. Good luck with the COVID up there oh and, yeah. and, and all the restrictions that come along with that. And they still somehow think that they're going to get a new stadium in both cities. That's the most ridiculous part about all this, yeah. but go ahead. Well, when I said, you know, this is a conversation that could be had in a lot of cities, what I really mean by that is this is a conversation that could be had about professional sports franchises getting, you know, free, big, plush mm -hmm. stadiums that that uh, are paid for by the taxpayer. You know, you've got the situation like, let's just use Green Bay as an example, where they have a partial sort of ownership with, you know, the fans mm -hmm. basically are kind of a... Now, I know that... Uh, sports leagues don't want that. They want full ownership where they can deal with one owner and it's pretty cut and dry. They don't have to go for consensus. They like to right. ramrod things through and, and push them down the throat of, of the people who are buying the tickets, unfortunately. Um, but backing up a little bit, I, I support Ken and his efforts to bring the race to Ebor. I, I was a, I was a, a proponent of, you know, the team coming to Ebor and I still, I still think it's a great place for the team to land. Now, having said that, it'll again, help, it'll help my land value. Well, who funds <laughs> it is a whole different conversation. And I also know the practical reality, and I've had some more uh, centrist to liberal um, counterparts, friends in government who've asked to speak with me about it, who want to talk more about it and want to, you know, maybe un understand some of the pros and cons of how it's all going to wash out. And I think it's a very dicey proposition for them because when you're buying a, a stadium for, you know, Remember the old Pace Picante commercial? No. You, you don't remember that? That was a little bit Oh, the New York, New York City? New York City. Lefty, get the rope. You know, it's right, like right. not a good thing to be, you know, making Picante sauce in New York City. Well, um, I don't think that uh, Mr. Sternberg has done himself a lot of favors with his um, seemingly flippant attitudes towards the people. He's lucky. The I'll say that he's lucky that the Rays have performed as well as they have. That's, I think that's because that's analysis. been his only saving fair, grace yeah. conversation. Um, I've had some cordial conversations with him um, at various events when Rays 100 and I was very, yeah. I'm honored to have been a guest in their suites and, and, you know, go to the games and things mm -hmm. like that. And, and to get an opportunity to support the Rays as a member of the Rays 100 as a business person who knows that, I mean, I do believe that having sports franchises in the city, whether it be, you know, an NBA franchise we don't have or or the Bucks, which are killing it, obviously. We, we yep. enjoyed a great playoff game. Mm -hmm. First one in how many years? I know. 20 years? Was 30 years? years. Yeah. Uh, a long time uh, at Ray J Stadium. <laughs> yeah. uh, just, uh, was that yesterday? Yes. Yeah. It was yesterday. Man, no. my days are running together. Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sunday. Gosh. Sunday, Monday. Right, yeah. Um, you know, I think that's beneficial it is a beneficial check the box item when it comes time for business development for us to, you know, say, Hey, Tampa Bay is a great place to locate, come here. Here's why we've got all these sports franchises where everyone, you know, but we've also got walkable cities. Well, like it's St. no Petersburg coincidence. Arts, you know, I don't like think that. that it's a coincidence that we're seeing the fastest growth that we've seen in Tampa's history at the same time as we've got a back-to-back -back Stanley Cup yeah. champions. Champa and we've Bay. got, and we've got, you know, the, the Buccaneers who just won the Super Bowl. We've got the Rowdies who, again, go unnoticed, you know, but they have also been in the championship game, you know, the past two seasons, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's it's easy to dismiss those things and say, oh, well, people, the average person is probably not moving here for those things. But when we're talking about corporations relocating. Also, though, the average people look, at, I'm, I'm in PR, public yeah, relations. Right. I mean, the, the perception is reality. And, mm -hmm. and so there's this perception that Tampa is winning. We're getting all these great 
articles written about real estate market, the real estate market, or different things. And but it's know, a lot of things happening all at once. Yeah, yeah. It's the a expansion story. of our airport. Yeah, sports, you know, and, I agree with Travis. Sports does play a, a, a integral part. It gives you legitimacy. It gives well, you legitimacy even, as a big city. And allowing for the stadium to be allowing for a thirty thousand person stadium to be built in Ybor City or somewhere around the downtown core would be phenomenal for the city and for the businesses around it and for everyone in general. The whole idea of thinking that we're going to be a two city, one team situation is ludicrous. And the yeah. fact that we've even allowed it to be have a conversation yeah, is, that, is where it's where we've lost it. Then go to Canada, go to Canada and not be able to play at all because of the COVID situation. You know, with the crazy logistical aspect of that aside, because if you're a player and you've got your family, yeah, and, and you, you know they've got families too, right? They've got all the support staff, and everyone's gonna. So what are you can do have extra like two full, families. You have a tool, full support staff <laughs> up there, right? That's, that's crazy. Hey, you guys, boo! Another one, another right? winner from so from now the we're now we're Mormons. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, no, not traditional Mormons, but unorthodox. Right. Got a lot of great Mormon clients and friends. Yes, um, yes. and um, but they don't want to live in Toronto either, and <laughs> and. Uh, you know, at this time of year, I think that's sure. a silly idea. Honestly, yeah. I think it's a silly idea. I think a lot of people signed mm -hmm. on to it. There are some yes folks who, well, to me, yes it's, the, Again, it's, the ultimate, to it's the ultimate in greed because he's, yeah. if he had a great stadium here that, you know, they were comfortable in and they'd be good. Yeah. And to say, Hey, attendance isn't great. Let's try this two city team, team thing out. Um, you know, uh, even though we're perfectly happy where we're at, you know, mm -hmm. in terms of fine, but he's basically asking yeah. for two new stadiums. Yeah. Right. And look again, I was chairman of the chamber of commerce in the university when, when this whole thing arose and I was asked to be by, by Ken, I was asked to join the raise 100 to support the effort. And, and I still do again, yeah. believe that Ebor is a, is the right spot with the confluence of, of the, the roadways, all the interstates, yes. um, Logistically just, and infrastructurally, yeah, yes. Yeah, the the corporate sort of culture downtown that's kind of developing. We're right near Channel Side or whatever they're calling it now, Sparkman's Wharf. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, sparkling that water. area over on the water that's kind of closed off. Um, <laughs> and, but but the authenticity that is Ebor City, yeah. there are great things happening there. You know, I'm investing in a new business there as well. Everybody's been kicked uh, out. Yeah, <laughs> 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 they weren't the other night. When I was down there. I, I, I did two shows in five mm. clubs. Um, it was, uh, it was hopping and, and people want to get out by the way, again, you know, they, they well, but that, out. but it, it kind of saves from that standpoint, it saves a lot of money and effort because what we're seeing like in Washington, DC, mm -hmm. we're seeing it in a, in a lot of cities around the country is that they're building these entertainment complexes around their stadiums, mm -hmm. you know, with restaurants and bars and all kinds of stuff, you know, to kind of keep you around. Um, which if is you why build it makes it, sense. We, we got an e-board. Exactly. Got an right. No, Exactly. Historic, yet you know, with with a, a growth sort of economic uh, development. It area. makes sense. Yeah, it and you walk sense. and you walk two blocks, and you're at your favorite bar. I mean, it's it's <laughs> yeah, you do. know, it's and, and, and so there's a lot of pluses to it. But again, um, Florida is you know now Hillsborough as far as how red Hillsborough is, obviously that's very questionable. If 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 even questionable at this point. Well, it could become. But red I don't. Again, if Biden keeps doing what he's doing, I think hopefully. Well, what I but, but my point being is is that I don't think there is the appetite among the taxpayers in Hillsborough County, especially given the inflation that we're going yeah. through, especially given asking for a lot, given how how much housing prices have increased, how uh, you know, it, it, I don't think there's going to be an appetite by taxpayers to pay for a new stadium. Well, here's the thing, and I don't think that's just the Hillsborough County thing. 
anything. I think even in the city. And the raging thing was a raw deal, yeah. too. Hey, even in some more of the urban areas of Tampa proper, I don't yeah. think there's a sentiment where they want to see uh, gobs of money thrown at. Well, a new stadium for some rich for guys to make term, a bunch of money because they're I mean, flip the game, you know, flip the team and sell it. That's, I mean, you, know, you and I, thinks anyway. you and I are fairly new. I mean, you know, Tampa Bay residents. I've been here since '06. I think you've been here more or less around the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. Born and raised, baby. You know, but but my point, actually, oh, yeah, geez. to you and Ebel is, is that for people who were born and raised here in Tampa, you know, they saw the the people of this county get screwed over by the deal for Ray J. Yeah, but no one cares about that deal because the 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 Bucks are about to win another Super Bowl. So that's <laughs> they right don't there. care right now. No, they, they don't care. Seems like a good current. investment right now. And, that, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. If the team is winning, the Rays or the Yank the Yankees. <laughs> we have a Yankees team. Yeah, that's true. Uh, when the Bucks are winning, when the Lightning are winning, no one cares. But yeah. the fact that the Rays have been having such a problem, and I think really think it's because of all the stuff causing more but the race have been winning and they still can't get people to go to the games because i don't want to have to drive to cross a bridge to get to where i want to play baseball now look and, and again st. Pete is no longer the center exactly. of, the country, of the area it isn't downtown well st pete's and again it's not a baseball town anymore it's not it, there's just there's too many new people have moved into the city that it doesn't allow for that kind of transparency well and when it comes to baseball it is very things. much a hub for uh spring training you know, because you got the Clearwater, you know, you got the team in Clearwater, you got the Dunedin Blue Jays, you've got, I mean, there's a lot of amazing Phillies baseball down, that happened. Down but what that also, ha- what all, what the environment that also creates is that you have fewer Rays fans because I can be a Blue Jays fan, I can be a Yankee mm-hmm. fan, Phillies, I can be a Phil, you know, I can, right, over, exactly. Over yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. and so that that for that that puts the Rays in a position where it's much harder for them to hold on to a fan base because. You can go to Yankee Stadium and watch these guys Literally. play well, hey, next to nothing. It is, it is Florida, so you're always going to have an element of people who are either new or visiting yeah. who are, you know, yeah. like we Trace were at the plans. game. We saw a lot of Phillies folks at the, at the game yesterday. Yeah. Crying, a lot of people crying. That's a rough. <laughs> you see the pictures of the, of oh the eagle, God. the guy that was dressed as the eagle. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that? And everybody just rubbing it oh, in his face. A rough two quarters. Sitting right next yeah, yeah, to yeah. him. Really... A rough two quarters. By the but way, but see, I, that doesn't bother me because I know, I know historically, Phillies fans <laughs> are some of the worst fans out there. Um, so Except I don't for that you know person uh, we saw in the sequined outfit. That was pretty cool. <laughs> at the <laughs> end of the day, I think it's a budget issue. And and if we're not, if you're going to really think you're going to have two cities pay for new stadiums, you can barely get one city to pay yeah. for a smaller stadium. Well, you recall the billboard. You saw the billboard from, yep. the, from the folks north of the border. I mean, they're friendly. <laughs> they're supposed to be friendly Canucks, but they, right. that was not a very nice billboard. Not a very nice billboard. Yeah. So. All right. So, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I don't rate think it as a bad I idea. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think yeah. it's going to fly. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching the Yard Sign, the most important relevant podcast in politics. Johnny Torres with you. Travis Horn joining us tonight as our special guest and Anibal, David Cabrera. We're going to wrap up tonight's show with a uh, kind of a personal issue here, but also <laughs> a, an issue that yeah, really. You hear me sigh. Again, another <laughs> microcosm of what's happening here in Tampa Bay, but it, it, it reflects a, a, a larger issue issue that is happening nationally when we're talking about uh, a very weak enforcement of our laws by the district attorneys mm-hmm. that have been elected throughout the state and uh, throughout the country and, and 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 people don't really understand why or how this happens but it's one of those races where the average voter is not paying attention mm, um they, they go for the name that maybe sounds familiar that maybe had the shiniest you know mail-in 
cartoon pieces or 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 TV commercials, um, and then it'll truly do their homework on what these people stand for. Uh, here locally, we have our district attorney Andrew Warren, who again we've seen time and time again, especially lately when there's been a lot of unrest, when we had a lot of the BLM protests, when we have these big issues here in town, continue to drop the ball and not do the job that he's been elected to do. Um, you know, I mean, uh, you know, during the protests, he's part yeah. of the reason Ron DeSantis, you know, instituted this uh, yeah. this protest mm-hmm. bill. He, he the, took a real weak approach to that. And as you, you mentioned, um, and, and by the way, that was, I, I remember at a, he did come and speak, thankfully, at a Ebor Chamber function. And I was the only person who a- asked him an adversarial question that was really warranted. And it was right dur- <clears throat> during that time period, yeah. which was, why did you do that? Which is one thing I noticed was he's way better on the stump than he was originally when he was elected. Yeah. He, he, he gave a very political answer. He really danced around it and nuanced it. I wanted to hit him with a follow-up, but I had, you know... Uh, my significant other there with me and it was just eh, one of those. Well, you're in the leader in the organization. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to be yeah. the, the, the fly in the punch bowl, right? but I am now. And, uh, you know, recently, and you're going to hear more about this story. Uh, him, his office has allowed a child pornographer with hundreds, hundreds of sickening images of child pornography has allowed them, them to get adjudication withheld. Um, essentially a slap on the wrist, if you will, and uh, served a very little time. Someone who should go up the river, and by my way of thinking, and be punished, pummeled, yeah. everything that could be done to him, throw the book at him. There's nothing, there's absolutely nothing worse than that. It's allowed him off, to get off. And so you're gonna hear more about that. You're gonna hear about, um, you know, the ladies and gentlemen who are supporting um, the human trafficking efforts and who've been out there leading from the front on that for years and years, long mm-hmm. before Andrew Warren ever came on the scene. Guy came out and if, you know, frankly, if his opponent hadn't have been too interested in, more interested in fishing than doing his own job, we wouldn't have been stuck with Andrew Warren in the first place. So um, came out of the blue, hit Mark Ober, took him out. Um, and that was unfortunate. You know, Mark was a, 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 good, a guy good guy and had a great staff surrounding him. A lot of great uh, folks working for him, thankfully. But, um, you know, this has gotten out of hand. Um, I worked on a case that you guys were somewhat familiar with mm-hmm. uh, involving a United States Navy SEAL. Served his country for us in Afghanistan and Iraq on multiple occasions for years on end and was shot in the head, killed by a, a bar owner in South Tampa, Soho Backyard. And uh, I'm still talking to folks in Tallahassee about that, about taking another look at that. The family, they did settle. There was a, settle, a settlement in that case on the civil side. But, but Andrew Warren should have charged him. He should have charged that guy with, I, I, by my way of thinking, and anyone I talk to, give them a set of facts. They say murder, could have been a conspiracy to commit murder and murder, could have been second degree murder, could have been manslaughter. Guy should have been charged, should be in jail today. He's walking free on our streets because of what Andrew Warren didn't do. And he wants to say, he wants to blame it on, oh, well, it's, it's, it's a problem with staying your ground. No, 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 no. The trial judge ruled that it was not a stand your ground case, was not a stand your ground issue. And then two years later, she was affirmed per curiam by the second DCA out of Lakeland. So it was not, that was a smoke screen for Andrew to be able to, to use um, stand your ground as a political ploy, right. as just a, a, a smoke screen because he wants to hit Republicans. In fact, the, uh, some Democrat, um, really liberal uh, criminal defense attorney, which they're not all crazy liberals, but this guy was a little, little loony. And he said, oh, you're Republicans, you know, well, th- thanks to your Republicans. 
And I'm like, no, 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 buddy. This is this is not this is not the issue. Well, You're, they're twisting the law. Yeah, you know, they were twisting the law to favor the the situation. Anyways, point being, right. you're going to see a lot more in the news about Andrew Warren. Andrew Warren needs to know he's going to see a lot more about himself in the news and the failures of him and his staff, and they're going to be held to account for it. And people aren't going to forget it. And we're going to brand that effort and make sure that the people know that he's failing us. Well, and the issue, again, being uh, on a larger scale for those who may not be in the Tampa Bay area is also the simple fact that these are, you know, and I know it sounds kooky, I know it sounds tinfoil, but these are Soros-funded district No, he was. You know, and, and it is. It, go back been, and look. It's been validated that Soros was very successful over the past few cycles in getting yes. these district attorneys elected across the country. And that's why we're seeing, you know, these ridiculous policies come out where now you can steal a thousand dollars worth of merchandise without any, you know, without any prosecution. You can, you know, where now people are getting off without bail. Now people are getting off, you know, they're finding all of these loopholes, exploiting all these loopholes to not uphold the law. And Andrew Warren finding- was one of the benefactors of that big fundraising effort and the yeah. push by Soros and all of his, his minions. And, you know, but there's so much to all of this. Um, you know, the only thing that I, I've seen him do halfway is support Veterans Treatment Court. I know he's done some, you know, has ex- at least expressed support for that. He's also expressed support for uh, trafficking court. Now, I will say he says, and he said this to some of our local legislators, well, there's only five people that have been charged with trafficking. Well, so there's crossover. So in trafficking, you've got uh, aspects of, of, of mental health issues, and you've got aspects of, of drug court, you know, drug issues. Obviously, substance abuse mm-hmm. uh, plays into trafficking, and, and the ladies typically that are uh, trafficking, not always ladies, but typically, um, you know, it could be children. Could ladies be, could, and children, could, yes. Yeah, and so um, of both genders, and um, it's just a horrific thing that he's talked a great game about. He says, I support it. He says, I'm here for you. He tells these, he looks these activists in the eye, he tells me he's there to support them, and then never does anything. So that's what we come to expect from Andrew Warren. Talk a good game, never do anything, never act on crime, and he's gonna be held accountable for it. As Look a, for a new website, we, we, domain names to be announced. Uh-huh. I'll let you guys, you know. We'll make sure, we'll make the announcement as soon as it's ready to yeah. go. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say, Abel? No, I was going to say, as, as someone that's, and we all live in the county, we all live in, in hills, in the city and everything else, knowing just the simple fact that we know that we are, live in a deep sea port city, we know that human trafficking is such a big issue. Yeah. And so it, it's, it hits a lot of people in this area because they know the suffering. They they donate to the shelters. They they volunteer. They do the walks. They do whatever they can for for that community that's that's being taken advantage of. And the fact that we have someone in office that's that's giving lip service but doing nothing for it is very upsetting. I'm not sure how that, deep. See, I'm not sure about how deep our port is or whatever. I know we have. I a, think we're like the fourth or fifth, lar- fifth or largest in the country. Fifth, lar- fifth largest port. For yeah. sure, and volume, and yeah, that, that, yeah, that probably plays into it. We are a deep, city port, a deep sea port. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, I also uh, want to plug uh, someone that I know and and uh, you know kind of work with uh, uh, in in a sort of way. Uh, but John Long, who's the executive director for the United States uh, Institute Against Human Trafficking, uh, just mm-hmm. a shout out to those guys for the amazing work they do. Um, they just celebrated their fifth year, mm-hmm. um, and they're actually headquartered here in Tampa Bay, which again a hot spot nationally mm-hmm. for human trafficking um and so if you want to look more into that issue you can look up uh usiaht.org yes usiaht.org just google um, it just we google were, it yeah. <laughs> united we states at, uh, institute against human trafficking were you at the fundraiser at uh at Wall baptist 
I was not. Okay, that we were uh, Lauren yeah. and I attended that one, and and we are, we're donator, we're donors, and and we contribute to their fund, and and again, it's it's a great organization, but again, it's because Tampa is such a hotbed for that kind of of illegal. Uh, activity that we need to be vigilant at all times yeah. all right everybody thank you again for watching yard sign the most important and relevant podcast in politics johnny torres travis horn and Ebel david cabrera thank you guys so much for uh doing the show today i'm honored to have been the first show back i'm sorry that i have this frog <laughs> hey. in my throat sounds know? great man you know, that adds, my COVID, you know, my kind of drops voice. you a little, drops you about an octave, you know, so it yeah. sounds nice and, yeah, nice and sexy. Oh, yeah. Chef. Hey. <laughs> Isaac Hayes. This got weird <laughs> fast. <laughs> That's right. Uh, don't forget, you can subscribe on YouTube. Please do so. You can also catch the audio version of our podcast over at the Tech Overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, and Samsung podcast platforms. So we had uh, a few people uh, comment. So Scott Levinson yeah. said that uh, most in office give only lip service yep uh, kim davis third highest of tra for trafficking in the country due to the large port part of our port yeah so it's it's a big deal it really is a big deal they don't they're there it's almost impossible to check every single container coming right. into the port uh, we have access to central and south america it's just, it's such a sad a fact because it's such have. a short trip it is you know from trip. central and south america yeah but uh jonathan what is your one last thing ah hey, my one last thing hey you look at that Oh, you want me to go forward, or I can't tell with the audience. No, you she want just to, wanted to go ahead. You and want cut me to stop shit. talking? Oh, okay. Yeah, wrap it up. I just, I just, I just want to make oh. sure I understand what's going on. I know it's sushi time. I just, oh, I just don't understand. Okay. okay, you want me to stop? Wait, 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 wait. For the wait, do you want me to stop? <laughs> yes, yes. It's a wrap. Um, no, I, I, you know, honestly, I don't have... Uh, Jonathan, you don't have anything to say in regards to the maps that were just released by uh, the state of Florida? Yeah, we, well, I did want to touch on that on today's show, but we they didn't came out get today. to it. It came out to um, the governor's... Uh, governor put out uh, a very, very strong map, um, and uh, it's it's definitely going to be challenged. It's um, a strong map, but I'm telling you right now, I And do, it is red. Oh, it boy, is a lot red. of red. But I will say this, I think one of the house, is it the house district? District 670? Oh, look at Woo. that oh look at that that is, is on it so the new district would be district 15 thank you uh shows you again how important tampa bay is yeah. uh because we're going to be getting i wasn't uh, expecting us getting it i, I didn't was i wasn't either i know a lot of people were were kind of speculating total that, but, split that's gonna cause a lot we're gonna be picking up 15 um um and then yeah, fourteen kind of. Yeah, fourteen wasn't gonna, wasn't four, isn't Scott Franklin fourteen? Isn't um, no, he's fifteen. Oh, it's Scott, fifteen. Yeah. Okay, fourteen is. Well, fifteen uh, gets moved around. Kathy, he might, he might not be Caster. now, though. I mean, that's fifteen I mean, is dangerous. Look at that. We, we might lose. We might lose uh, fifteen. 18, 18 is crazy. 18 is that's huge. a ridiculous district. This, this is not the congressional. Oh. Um, thirteen. That's um, uh, but this is this is a congressional. That is congressional. Right. So Bill Arrakis probably takes 13. 14 goes to Castor. Um, Democrats lose thir currently what is currently 13. Yes. Which is gonna, Pinellas. They're going to lose 13. Uh, this map is that, is get not, absorbed by, that gets absorbed by 13. This map isn't the most accurate now that I look at it. So I don't. Uh, let's, let's pull off. This is this. the one that came yesterday. No, this is not. This is, but it is not. Because I'm looking at the one that the website gives us. That is the picture that the website. This is the gives one us. the governor put put out. I know, but I'm actually on the redistricting.map.article. I know, but this is that may not be the one that the governor put out. That's what I'm saying. You are correct. You are possibly correct. Yeah. 
So we'll find um, the right one to get back with you on. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's interesting to kind of start looking at because again, I mean, that's a lot of red um, that that was not there before. So yeah, um, I truly see that. There's, I think, she, I think the governor, t- if if this gets accepted, he takes the legs out of the Anna Paulina and um, some of the other races in for thirteen. Well, but yeah. Right, correct. Yes, and then the yeah. and then District Fourteen, which is going to be really difficult now for Republicans, because that is that is very concentrated. Well, Thirteen in the stays pretty much mostly Pinellas. Yeah, correct. It gets its it, the top gets cut off a little bit. So um, I think Newport Ritchie is what they're going to have. Ritchie and Newport Ritchie is what's going to get added into twelve. Twelve is going to stay strong. Siskinning will stay strong. And I'll tell you, you know, uh, somebody who we talk about every so often, very controversial. Mr. Anthony Sabatini probably loves this map. He loves to wear seven. Well, because he, 16 is all him. Yes. Well, he lives in 17 now. No. I, I'm almost, mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I've been told. No. No, no, no. I've been told he no longer lives in Hillsborough no. County. Uh, he doesn't live in 17. He, no, he, he's, Sabatini's never lived in Hillsborough. He's he? from, Hill, Sabatini's from Lake County. Yeah. Oh, Anthony Sabatini. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about someone else. Yes, I do agree. It, yeah. it fits his. Anthony Sabatini's Lake County. Yes. 16. Um, you know, they obviously tighten the map around Orlando for that district nine. Um, so that stays blue. I think he was expecting another district with inside the, I don't think so. I think that's the one. I think you, you think that he wanted the way 16 looks now Webster. Yeah. Because Webster and that may be whether or not he challenges, he ends up challenging Webster. Scott, I think 15 looks like it's more in Hillsborough County now. Yes. Is almost all, so Frank Scott Frank did more research on this before I came on. Scott Frank is going to have to move. Yeah, sorry, I mean Scott Frank is going to have to move. I, I am almost positive he's a Pope. Fifteen County. becomes Hillsborough in Pasco. I like can't West tell. Pa- I can't like tell e- from that map. Like East Pasco. Let's get a good map. We'll do it next time. I know. <laughs> Come on, I got a got a hot date. So all right. <laughs> On that note, yes, yeah. you do. All right, thank Let's you everybody again for watching. We'll dig uh, more into that map and others uh, in uh, next week's show. So let's make sure to kind of set some time aside for uh, the redistricting process here in Florida. Again, Johnny Torres. Thanks again to Travis Horn, Bullhorn Communications. Uh, look them up for any of your media training, public relations needs. Uh, Nebel, David Cabrera, and yours truly, Johnny Torres. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you back here next Monday night. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share. Uh, we will catch you next time. So long everybody. Bye-bye.